Hi, welcome to the new episode of Being Surreal, and your Surreal is back with another video. And uh, I'm a writer, and I thought it would be good to have a guest who recently published her book, uh, and we can share some insight and we can really talk about books. So I have Ria join with me, who recently published her book. Let's hear more from her. Yeah. Hi guys, I'm Vivekan, and I'm currently in Ahmedabad, traveling to Surat for holidays. Nice. Like, give a little intro. Tell me a little about your book, and please show it to like close up in the camera. <laughs> so yeah, so I started. Like, I didn't start writing this book, but of course, this book has been in work for twelve years now. because you know like i started writing when i was in fifth and then from then on i just kept writing it and from five years later like from seven years ago i started publishing getting them published in anthologies so of course i just got them compiled in one book and made them my own the cover looks really nice yeah i saw it, it in the page it like there's a damn good I really appreciate yeah. the artist. You did the, you made yeah. the cover, or you had someone. The publisher actually ha- uh, hires a graphic designer uh, with them in her house. Okay. So I just sent him this particular picture that I wanted mm-hmm. something like this. They worked okay. a bit of changes here and there, and of course, I did on my. Book's name and my name on it, and copyrighted to the graphic designer. Okay. So the the book is about poems and short stories. Yes. So it's like I majorly there are short uh, poems in it, mm-hmm. but of course there are short stories also, and there are some few, you know, abstract. that are actually inspired by some people in real life okay yeah, yeah one of them was is from taxi shop and tiger shop oh, so that two and those two are featured in the book but with a different thing okay. because of course i didn't have any contact or anything that established mm-hmm. with the two actors to get the permission to yeah. use them so yes yeah, thank you <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. Copyright is a big issue. We all understand. Copyright is a big issue. Like from my Quora days, whenever I used to write something on Quora and I would be telling something, I had to use Mr. A B C or X Y Z. Like I like no, I'm not gonna even give them names. I will just use A B C. But I assume you have used proper names here, because A B C won't be included in a book. Yeah, I did use proper names, but I just changed it. And of course, I did use some life ex- examples just to highlight or give a hint of who my who might be character be based upon. It follows a fiction theme. Yes, of course, it follows a fiction theme because not all of it happened uh, in real life. Of course, they were inspired by real life events, but all of it is a fiction. Just like fiction for fun, or like self help or something, or is it just kind of? 
it's kind of majorly fixing but of course somewhere or the other uh, some people do you know connect with one emotion or the other that is them portraying the stories and the poem like whenever i write like whenever i write poem most of it are like somewhat sad vibe it's like about darkness and there is a little hope of getting out but it's not getting out but just there is just hope so for me i usually follow that kind of in my writing for me it's like basically is when i'm writing anything be it for a blog be it for something else be it for my own book or be it for a cartoon the genre or the message behind it usually different Okay. Sometimes it is just romance. Sometimes it mm. is just you know love between two people. It can be romantic love. It can be a sibling okay. love. It can be you know any type of love. Mm. Just love over there. It is sometimes you know scary feeling and the feeling over towards someone. A protective feeling towards someone. A progressive thought shown in the story. It's kind of a different for each and every story. I I really explore the areas which I'm more interested in when I try to do it for personal work. But when I'm like doing for like freelancing or something, I have to do according to them. Like if it's an article, I just write an article simply. But if I'm writing on my own and it's a story, I would like go for the like I'll explore the dark themes like thriller or horror. Like I have written stories, and they were on a blog, but now they are. I have taken them down, but they followed the theme of psychological thriller. For me, that's very fascinating. As like also I, I my yeah, and songs I've actually you know inspired by songs and actually other stories that are out there. They are already out there, and then I just you know be inspired by them, and of course I do give the due credit because you know without them I wouldn't have written. When I try to write something, for me as an author, like I would want to my reader to feel everything that I'm feeling. So when you were writing this book, what was like actually going on in your mind? Like what's your preferred writing style and? So, like, if I'm hearing a song, or if I'm like, okay, I want to do something special for them. Mm-hmm. So, at my mind, I just I don't think anything. What I do is I write uh, once from if, if I'm writing poem for them. So, what I do is uh, say there is a poem on a brush. I'll first write a small uh, for. Sentence or a line for the mm-hmm. stanza, mm-hmm. and whatever the last word is, I've such there's a five word rhyme zone dot com. Okay. So over there I search the word and I find out the rhyming words. They they have divided into syllables uh, how number of syllables they have by the speed, and mm-hmm. then according to the feeling, I just use that word and then I. Because and according to the feeling, I type. That's how my whole stanza works. And when it's stories, and like I take like months time to just write one story. And right now I'm working on something else. 
it's taking a hell lot of time to recite the first chapter the introductory chapter that i was when it comes to form it takes only one hour because of course i write it in flow when it comes to stories of course i have to like carefully plot it out then i write so you do you write on paper or you on laptop or something old school or high school I think uh, it's high school or I don't I'm know that school. but yeah it's old school or school so like okay. I'm uh basically a mix of both okay. I still have books where a few of my plots are still written but I haven't converted them into stories and then like when I'm writing something which I cannot write on uh, laptop I take a piece of paper and I start writing what I need to do. And how to a story like so? Or let's say if I'm going to write some background of the character, how he or she died, I write it on the paper so that I can easily look it up, uh, look up and then type on the laptop. Once it's done, I compile it on the laptop and then I keep it safe so that whenever I want to get it published, I just send it to the publisher. So this is the manuscript. It's ready. And nothing is copyrighted. Nothing is from. It's not a realized story. So you get it published at like magazines or something. So uh, the publishing house that I got my first book published from, the Life on Club, is actually from a friend. Uh, it's the friend's uh, publishing house, and the books are just selling. I think so well because. Of course, every publisher wants to earn money. So the thing is, uh, I was actually in already a few anthologies which are publishing house, and I wanted to order some of the books which I had in Barbados and co-author. So she sent to me a message of uh, you know being the solo author that of to my parents that this this is everything. I discussed it also with them, and they agreed. And of course, it's like I'm getting a lifetime of distribution of the book. And of course, what what uh, this book uh, I did here buy a few of myself. Of course, I wouldn't get the royalty that I was promised because I'm getting that. But there was some royalty promised, and of course, my parents were happy that I'm getting that much percent of the percentages of the royalty. And of course, they went ahead, and uh, we have one copy at my house as well. So, do 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 you pay money while getting it published, or you got something in return, or, or like how was the process of getting it published? So initially, I had to pay some amount to get it published, and because of course, while printing it and sending me the copies, the Publisher needs to pay the printer as well, who prints the books and everything. And of course, they need to pay some amount uh, to the government to get the ISBN number that uh, each book has. So ISBN is people who don't know. ISBN is actually a barcode number that is given out to books. And these barcode numbers are given randomly. They are not decided in order. They are just given out randomly and takes a hell lot of time because the number comes from the government. How much time did it, it take to come for yours to come? 
for my book it took around one month it like usually comes within one month it came by july 6 so of course take a lot a lot of time so of course this isa number list also goes is given to the government because it becomes the id identification number of the book that yes. this are this isa number was given to this book and it doesn't get allowed any other book other book as long as long as the book is on the shelf so uh... to get that get this isbn number can you uh, an author ask for the number or only a publishing house can ask for this as far as i know we can also ask for the number but it would be safe that the publishing house ask for the number because it can be easily identified that yes this isbn number was given to this book and this book is being published by this publishing Mm-hmm. It kind of connects, connects it, and it keeps. Uh, it helps the government to keep the record of each ISBN number that has been allotted. Like I was asking this because uh, Amazon gives you the ability to self-publish a book, so you can just like write yeah. a book and you can go to the Kindle store and start selling your book. So that's why I was asking because those books also have ISBN number. Yeah, so like of course, like for each product, even if you see other than books, even if you see like the of course not all clothing does, but like high brand clothing, like brands such as Pantone, so all of these have tags, and on those tags are barcodes. So I have been is like that barcode because it helps to keep a track that this many books have been sold, and. This book is still on the shelf, still being distributed. It helps the publisher, the con, uh, the government, the international world uh, market of books as well. That's interesting. Like I knew that uh, ISBN is used to identify book, but I didn't know the whole process. So I think like it would be helpful in future when I publish my book. I hope I do. So as a writer, I feel that writers. really need to consume other books and other writing pieces so that we can get acknowledged with different writing styles or other different perspective on the same thing so which authors do you read through and like what kind of writing style of uh, fascinates you so of course over the years i have read uh, roald dahl I have read Amish Tripathi. I have read Rick Riordan, the creator of uh, the Percy Jackson world, the Greek and Roman mythology. I have never. I have read Amish Tripathi. I have read a few books of Chetan Bhagat here and there. The art <laughs> of University of Howie Dine. And I have read, of course, I have read Dutra Dutta, which is my sister like next week. uh there was in the past two years while i was studying you know english literature as my major mm-hmm. i have read silvia plath i have read uh, uh, uh i have read the author who wrote palace of illusion mm-hmm. i have read I have read the books of plato aristotle all of these okay. also 
he read read her Shakespeare. I read Chaucer. Uh, I read Chaucer. There are few books that I have to read again, of course, and I do love the style of uh, Shakespeare because you know it kind of like uh, portrays uh, the today's life. You know, like Macbeth is portraying some of today's life. Chaucer is also the tale of uh, the tale of a uh, part of uh, the Chaucer tale. We had part of it in our syllabus. Okay. So we were like we were connecting that story that was written so many years before yeah. to the present time. Like we were like literally connecting all of these. Mm-hmm. Even like especially like if I go and buy books, I'll uh, the books that I want to read next will be the Bridgerton series. Will be the Bridgerton series. Okay. Never heard of it. I I would Have want to read the series. So this Bridgerton series is actually a book series of a uh, book uh, of nine eight to nine books, okay. and now it has actually. Uh, uh, I think it is one. Is that that one mythological of... one where they have like kids have powers or something? No, no, no. Bridgerton is actually a period, a time period drama. Okay. And it has, uh, for, uh, there are books adapted. Uh, there are movies adapted to the book. Not okay. the movie, sorry. There is a show Bridgerton adapted to the book. Okay. I've never seen. It's like, uh, send me the link for it after this episode. I'll surely check it out. So, like for me. I think that um, Jules Verne. I think how I don't know how it's pronounced Jules Verne or Jules Verne. I think it's Verne, but he did a very like he did an incredible job in writing the sci-fi books. Like if you would read the sci-fi books from the past, I think they are very amazing, and I think they are amazing because what they predicted later on became proper reality. Like Jules Verne in his book, he mentioned about submarines, and if you know about this book, uh, Hitchhiker, uh, I don't know about so, the name Hitchhiker of the Galaxy or something. So basically, for me, if I have to go and read sci-fi books, I would read the books of H. Uh, Mr. H. G. Wells. Okay. I'm not read any. Because it kind of because H. G. Wells was some had a background of. Science. Yeah. And he literally brought that to you know, scientific things in his book. The Invisible Man. I think that's his book, no? Yeah, that is his book. So I did read, read that. The Time Travel, Travel was also his book. So I read these two books. And of course, it was fun. And these two books were actually adapted into movies as well. The Invisible Man. Yeah, I have seen that. I'm not sure. But if I have to go and keep on reading books, I'll read something that has, you know, mythology and fiction. Okay. So Amish Sapati has mixed, uh, has been, has mixed mythology and fiction, yeah. and it is relatable to today's context. Yes. 
students breakfast in Kutka, and then I, uh, there is a government officer something who is the next generation uh, generation avatar of the king. So it's like as soon as he just uh, places his uh, foot on the ground, uh, the spirits of people who had died in that party, they uh, got that, you know, moksha because of course, uh, uh, as soon as they died, they got the moksha and they went. So it was kind of like that, uh, as soon as the last hawk was killed mm. and Harry killed was about he just you know vanished like a spirit or something it's kind mm. of mixing the mythology and little good things like i get the creative idea but uh, <laughs> I, I won't lie like it really pisses me off when the book like the movie is not book accurate there are only a few movies which i think are like very close to the book. Like, The Martian is one such. Have you watched Martian? I am not interested in that. But of course, Charlie and the, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda, these two movies are like some, something that I can watch. And I remember almost every dialogue of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. These two movies are like have, uh, you know, not dialogue to dialogue, but almost scene to scene uh, from this book. And Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, literally, in the book, they have the song. They in have? Charlie, the song. Okay. Rolda wrote the lyrics of the songs in the book. All they did was they took those songs. And of course, they had to edit the songs. So they edited the songs as well. And they they put it on the on the movie. Okay. That's so, a nice thing uh, to do. So the songs were almost word to word, and scenes were almost scene to scene. Of course, we have to do uh, creative editing here and there so yeah. that it can still be connected to today. That that's a very good thing to do. Like these kind of stuff. Makes me really appreciate the director and the production team. Actually, yeah. the director is someone I like. He is Tim Bolton. And his wife actually played uh, Bellatrix Lestrange. His ex-wife, I think. He, uh, she played Bellatrix Lestrange in the Harry Potter series. Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. So she also played... Um, Charlie Charlie Bucket's mother in the movie. She oh. also played. I think so. Tim Burton actually uh, uh, directed the live action uh, uh, movie of Cinderella. Oh. Cinderella. Okay, Cinderella. So oh, in that in that movie, she played the fairy godmother. There are many instances where of uh, Tim Bolden actually also made, I think so it's word to word uh, or story, uh, like not word to word, but I think it's almost seen to see thing of uh, Alice in the Wonderland book. Okay. The latest one. Both. 
they are going to have a funeral for him and show that he has passed away and then they will make someone else the new black panther so that's why they change the story for black panther to come back yeah it was like that and of course marvel cannot like show the actor for his untimely death because yeah. he died of cancer yeah and, and he didn't tell was- anyone he must have told them that's why he must have uh, told them that i have cancer and i don't know how long i have to live he must have told them by signing the contract with them um i don't think he did because like marvel is very careful about these things if he had told them he, they would have never hired him like uh, marvel has very strict kind of rules because they are under disney now and disney is very despicable the whole conversation was good and before we like wrap up the episode uh, do you have any writing tips for audience or maybe for me too <laughs> so first like uh, uh of course uh, for writing the that i can give much about it just like whatever is feeling if it's a poem that wants to come out just start writing it don't stop and if it's a story and you don't know how you want to go it write down what you have in mind for that story either in a book or on your laptop in a word document save that in a place where you can easily access it to and then once you think that yes you have the whole story for then first line that you can use it so that's a very simple and like to the point advices and i i saw you opening your book do you want to read something out of it i don't know i'm like there are so many things that i do like but i'm not going to read anything out of it i want people to actually buy and read it because <laughs> instead of me reading and they connecting it's better that they read it and they connect it to it it's available on amazon right yeah amazon and kindle okay. how do i get a signed copy actually all of my signed copies are now finished okay i think you can sign one more i'll i'll buy it. i have no issue in that but i yeah. i have to manage how to get it signed if someone buys it and they come up to me so like get the autograph and get it do that or all the copies that they all finish okay. i i'll buy it okay and once i'll come in and i'll ask you and we can catch up and then we can get it signed sure. Yeah, so i think that's it for today and it was very fun having you riya i hope yeah. you liked it too so, yeah yeah thank you everyone and i hope you all enjoyed the episode and with that i'll end today's episode thank you